0: Real estate agents have the power to adjust their client's approval letter amount in real time using Rocket Pro Insight. Sign up today at rocketpro.com slash real estate.
1: For cost information and conditions, equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, MLS, ConsumerAccess.org number 33. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Hey, beautiful people. If you love what you're hearing or if you have any questions, follow me on Instagram at BlueHazel, B-L-U-H-A-Z-L. Let me know what's up. I cannot wait to hear from you. Welcome to Girl We Got This with Blue Hazel co-founder, Letitia Lee. Join Letitia as she interviews real people, shares personal stories, and talks raw, honest advice about all things sisterhood. Because after all, life is easier with a sister. Here's your host, my sister, Letitia Lee. Hey sis, let's be honest, heartbreak sucks. Honestly, I've had my heart broken plenty of times and it's never been a good feeling. You know, whether it's breaking up with a boyfriend, a girlfriend, or going through divorce. It's not an easy route, but it's also something that challenges us. It challenges us to find love. It challenges us to get back up. And it challenges us to rediscover ourselves. I cannot wait for you to meet my next guest. Sis, Gabrielle Stone is on the podcast today. She's an actor. She's an author of the new book, Eat, Pray, FML. Yes, you heard me right. Eat, Pray, F*** My Life. What a bold title, huh? Gabrielle's literally sharing her story of heartbreak, of divorce, of choices she made in her life, and honestly, the beauty of rediscovering who she is. It's such a powerful story that we all can relate to. I am really, really proud of this woman for being bold and sharing her courageous story. Let's get into it. Let's be honest, summer's not over on the West Coast and I'm still drinking my Gold Peak Real Brew Tea because there's nothing like enjoying the delicious homebrew taste of Gold Peak Real Brew Tea to give you that comforting feeling of home. The girls were over this weekend, we were at the pool all day and we were totally sipping on the raspberry sweet tea. I'm obsessed with Gold Peak Raspberry Tea. It's so tasty. Gold Peak Real brew Tea, it's available in a variety of sizes and 14 different flavors. Whether it's time for lunch, dinner, or just a quick snack with the girls, the home-brewed taste of Gold Peak tea makes every meal more refreshing and so delicious. It's perfectly crafted with ingredients like pure filtered water, mountain-grown tea, and just the right balance of sweetness. It's the real-brewed taste that always makes you feel right at home. With ice-cold Gold Peak Real-Brewed Tea, the comforts of home are never far away. You can find your favorite Gold Peak flavor at a retailer near you. Gold Peak real Brew Tea the taste that brings you home. Hey, what's happening, man? It's Tip T.I. Harris. Come check me out, man. Join me on my new podcast called Expeditionally. Exclusively available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Now, every week I'm going to be talking to people who move the culture forward, who are shaping and changing the world in their own way, you're going to hear
0: some shit that will change your life and move the needle in your world. Expeditiously is exclusively
1: available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Now, what I need you to do is download and subscribe to Expeditiously with a new episode dropping every Thursday. Do it expeditiously! Now back to Girl We Got This with Letitia Lee. Sister, 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 I'm telling you, I got blessed today to have this incredible woman named gabriel stone she's an author actress writer and director and guys she just wrote this hell of a book it's called eat pray hashtag F- my life <laughs> and it's low key probably gonna be my bible and your bible too so gabriel welcome to Thank the you. girl we got
0: the sister podcast because girl we need all of that I get, literally when i found out the name of this podcast i was yeah. like this was meant for me and this book 100 <laughs> percent. when i i mean
1: dude everybody has gone through heartbreak yeah everybody and you, if if it's not even heartbreak it's like maybe a loss Mm -hmm. or you know losing something but heartbreak as a woman is like literally i feel like we lose everything sometimes when we lose ourselves
0: yeah and i think a lot of people don't really understand how deep it can go yeah um and i think that's why so many women have resonated with this book and it's it's really important to like feel it when you're in it And feeling it and being okay with feeling it, I think is the biggest thing, isn't it? Yeah. And it really, if you haven't gone through a heartbreak, like you you need to go fall in love just for that (laughs) purpose because it will really change you as a person. A
1: hundred percent. So before we start, I just want you guys to know that it's available now on Amazon. Yes. So please eat, pray, hashtag my life fml i'm sorry you know i want to say my life just to say my life supposed
0: to be in all its glory but for marketing reasons we went with fml
1: well we can say that here so we're gonna say that here and it's just an incredible book and it's it's real and raw and honest and that's what we love this is what this girl squad is all about here with girl we got this so i love that I just want to start off with this because I got to get into your story hard because it's I feel like we could sit here and talk all day. Yes. Cause I just I related to you immediately off bat. But when I go to the Instagram, it says a wise woman once said F- that sh- and live happily ever after. Yes, ma'am. And now I'm assuming you're that wise woman.
0: <laughs> I, I am now. <laughs> I like to think at least.
1: <laughs> yeah. So tell me, tell us your story. I know you were married yeah. and divorced and it was kind of a crazy. It was a sh- show tell me about this show because it's wild guys so
0: i was married for almost two years found out my husband was having an affair with a 19 year old for six months wow filed for divorce left can i ask you how you found out yeah girl it's all in the book it's like literally i missed my calling as a private detective Um, We're all low-key FBI agents, though, I feel like. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. I didn't even go snooping at first. It just kind of, like, started to reveal itself. And once I had that intuition kick in, the first thing I found, it was just, like, every little thing started going and going and going. Whoa. It was crazy. It was literally like an episode of CSI. Holy sh. So hold on, let me rewind this because so you're married. How old were you you, when you got married? Um, I was twenty, almost twenty six when I got married. Okay, when I found out about all this, I was twenty eight. Wow. Yeah. So you were like, damn. Yeah, I was like, great. I'm going to be divorced by the time I'm twenty nine. (laughs) Wow. Awesome. Join that club. (laughs) So was it like a. You found out he was cheating
1: on you with a 19-year-old. Wow, first of all, loser. And then, secondly, you were like, was it an automatic, I'm getting a divorce, or was it like a tug of war? Like, I love him, I want to make it work. You no, know, because I feel me, like we all go through that.
0: Absolutely. For me, personally, it was so drastic and so deep. He made it so easy for me to be like, okay, f*** this, bye, I'm leaving. Wow. Um, but I know a lot of situations that's not the case. Right. Um, and I know people that have gone through infidelity and worked through it mm-hmm. and they have a really strong relationship now. Right. Um, I just, the amount of lies and deceit that there was, it wasn't, It I literally was living with a sociopath and finding all this out, it was like, I'm not even dodging a bullet. I'm dodging an army of snipers and I'm getting the f*** out. Immediately. Yeah. Like, like right away. Uh, so I found out he came home from a work trip. I had the process server like waiting at our house. He handed him the papers. We had like a 15-minute talk where he proceeded to tell me a bunch more bullshit. And I was like, okay, bye. And oh, I won't. I left the house and never looked back. So you had an escape plan?
1: Yeah. We oh, talk yeah. about this. Me, and My best friends talk about this all the time. Oh, yeah. I had it. a relationship where I was like, I low-key planned my escape four times. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth time I got out. But like... Yeah. So you had your
0: escape plan and you stuck to it and you got executed out. it and and just left. And the second I drove away from our house, I felt like a giant weight was lifted off my shoulders. Wow. So here I am like F- this. I'm going to be single. Yeah. I'm just going to like do me and like be alone. Of course, like two weeks later after leaving the house. And this was like after a month of oh, knowing it wasn't right. like I found this out in two weeks later. But um, I met. A guy. Well, we didn't really meet. We reconnected. Mm-hmm. Um, but old I, flame. But like casual old uh, flame. Like not even serious. Yeah. And connected on Instagram as our lives always do. Yep. Duh. And um, he flitted to the dam. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, obviously. And uh he was like oh my god where have you been the last six Mm -hmm. years I was like, well funny story i was married and getting cheated on (laughs) Um, but he was like do you want to go dancing this weekend and i was like um yeah that's exactly what i want to do Mm -hmm. is go dancing with this hot latin guy and like forget about all my problems and like dance and make out a little bit right now right i want to do that exactly so i was like 100 percent um betting on this being the casual option of course <laughs> um we go out and end up falling madly in love with each other whoa and just went. from the night of from dancing that first night. was he like tangling you and spinning um, you around it was and more like salsa mixed with like hip-hop yeah which is like my jam yeah um and it was just really instantaneous it was zero to 100 it was like this is it mm. we both felt it it was so yeah. so intense and we spent the next month and a half together and meeting each other's families, and whoa, you know, quick t- telling all of his friends, like, this is it, like, you know, she's the one, yeah, you know, and I felt that too. Um, so there was no question, it was a natural thing, yeah. Like, oh, no, he met your fam, you met his fam, and it was like, boom, yeah, everyone was like, oh my god, this is terrifying because she just walked out of a marriage, divorce. yeah, like, yeah. And I wasn't even fully divorced, right. I wasn't even, you know, we had just begun that process, so that was a sh- show in itself. Okay, question though, yeah, you just said that all these people were like
1: outsider saying like yeah. holy shit, did they actually say that to you or did they say it to you after
0: no they said it during it i oh, mean wow. my mom was like is this really like this is very quick mm-hmm. and blah, blah blah and all my friends were like oh my god this like hot sexy latin guy is yeah. really like a safe bet right now <laughs> yeah. um, and it was just happening so quickly i mean wow. even if even without my prior circumstances it was happening really quickly and we Whoa. were both aware of that um so quickly that on the first night after we went dancing, he was like, I don't really know what to do now. I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, well, I have a month trip to Italy booked and I don't know what to do. And I was like, well, I would never tell you not to go travel just because yeah. like, you and I are going to start dating right. now. He was like, no, I want you to come with me. Oh, Obviously, sh- my response to that is, You're fucking crazy. Um, but Girl, that- I would have been like, Okay, I <laughs> my bags. Well, it didn't take too much convincing. But- <laughs> yeah. So he, that persists over the next couple days. Yeah. And I eventually, I realized this is a serious proposition. I'm like, Okay, when are you leaving? And he goes, September 4th, which would have been my two year wedding anniversary. And I go, Whoa. Okay, when are you coming home? And he says, October 4th, which is my late father's birthday. Wow! So I'm like, okay, universe. I hear you all can go. Yeah. So I book my ticket. Everything's amazing. We're all like in, you know, fairy tale love, in love, land. living. Yeah. Forty eight hours before we were getting on a plane, he tells me he has to go by himself. What? Yeah. Hold on. Right, But he knows you bought your ticket and shit, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're, like, planning. We went. We got (laughs) my backpack together. Like, oh, yeah, this is a, like, coupled planned trip that he invited me on. What? So I'll give you a little bit of backstory on him. Um, A year and a half before all that, his brother passed, Mm. and he was really dealing with a lot of grief. And I think that when he fell in love with me it opened up a lot of stuff he had pushed Mm -hmm. down um so i was really sympathetic to that unfortunately i got caught in a really shitty crossfire
1: (laughs) that happens yeah yeah Yeah,
0: it it does does. because we're all going through really and it wasn't like an easy decision on his part he you know in tears was like i just don't know why i'm feeling like this but i have to go on this trip by myself and i was heartbroken wow I mean he broke my heart like my ex-husband could have never done wow and well that just gave me chills dude I felt that and I I had never been heartbroken like that yeah. ever in my life and I was sitting there in tears on my bed and I was like well I can either stay at home and be heartbroken or I can go travel Europe for a month by myself wow and obviously f- staying at home yeah <laughs> I mean totally because
1: everything was already booked yeah but like how low are you feeling right then and there like how confused and crazed were you like what is life
0: i mean like literally finding out about the cheating leaving a marriage falling, falling in madly in love yeah. and then having that ripped out from under me two days before I thought I was going to go have like the most romantic month of my life with wow. this new love. It was, I was devastated. Um, but I knew from the second it was happening, I'm a big believer in everything happens for a reason. Yes, totally. And I knew the second it was happening, I was like, I know why this is happening. Since my dad passed when I was a little mm-hmm. girl, I've been like terrified to be okay by myself. Mm-hmm. Like I've always wanted either a man in my life right. or friends around or Roommates, yes. never just by myself and okay mm-hmm. with that. And the universe was like, well, Gabrielle, we're going to go face that shit head on. <laughs> and so I, I decided that I was going to go. And I literally, I took a backpack and had no plans. We flew to London together and... Um, what oh yeah he picked me up from my house we flew to london together he snapped the picture of me that i posted at the airport (laughs) announcing my divorce and that i was going on this crazy adventure and we flew to london together he then went on to rome like our tickets were booked for and i started my trip in london wow yeah this is a low-key movie yeah well when you read the book it literally a lot of people feel like they're reading a netflix show because it's that ridiculous um and it it is it's very i didn't embellish anything which is kind of hard to believe because it's so outrageous that it was just one (laughs) thing after another Mm -hmm. but it's it's
1: exactly how it happened wow this is insane so now you're in london yes and you're just like by yourself for the first time yeah what's going through your mind
0: so luckily one of my best friends moved to london a a while back for a relationship and so i had a starting point okay that's okay at least makes me i know where to start yeah so i was still by myself during the days and stuff because her and her boyfriend were at work so i would go out and adventure around by myself and it was so liberating like i remember walking around that first day and i was like I'm a f-ing badass. Mm. I still came on this trip and I'm walking around yes. by my damn self. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, and I had never done anything like that before in my life. It was, you know, I always travel with luggage mm-hmm. and usually other people. Yeah. So to go with a backpack and no plans is so not like my personality. Wow. Um, and I did it true to like solo travel. Like I didn't book the next place until i was in whatever country i was in Mm. so a couple days into london i was like all right where are we gonna go next let's do amsterdam and so i booked my ticket to amsterdam and then once i was there i was like okay where should we go next paris so it was very much like i didn't plan anything yeah
1: i'm proud of you dude thanks that's awesome man it was pretty cool (laughs) it takes a lot of damn courage and bravery you know because i feel like you got knocked the hell down hard
0: yeah multiple times and then kicked while i was down there yeah (laughs)
1: probably a, kicked and kicked and kicked and you probably feel like you couldn't get back up yeah i mean i've been there in my life and i know plenty of other women have been there where they just feel like what the f-? like yeah. what gives how am i ever gonna dig myself out of yeah it? and yeah. how do i keep going and i think for you to finally realize like no this is happening because of this and now i have to rediscover who i am for myself yeah by yeah by myself with who was guiding you with this was it like your mom was it your friends like who did you turn to because i always reach out to my girls and my mom those yeah. are like my
0: core my yeah my
1: crew who did you turn to so during this time that's
0: a really interesting question with a really surprising answer yeah because my mom and my girls are usually my go-to yeah too. my poor mother her, her and i are like best friends and she's she's older you know she's wise and she- <laughs> and um, she was so heartbroken with me and for me, like mm. watching two people, one right after the other, do this to her little girl. She, like, was not able to fully be there for me in the way that we normally are there for right. each other. So, the one person that I spoke to a lot on this trip was Javier's mom. Javier's the guy that left me two days before really and his mom and i in that month and a half had gotten very close and she we talked almost every day i was on that
1: what the shit is getting juicier
0: (laughs) (laughs) again a movie (laughs) oh my gosh yeah wow so that connection was deep yeah and you know, I talked to I talked to him as well. We yeah. stayed in touch the whole trip. We kept going on this like, are we gonna see each other? Are we not gonna see each other? Right. This whole roller coaster. Yeah. And but other than that, I mean I stayed in touch with my girlfriends. There's one girl in the book, um her name is Jess in the yeah. book. I have to always think yeah. of like, what are their character names? Because yeah. they're yeah, all real name. people. Yeah. Um. But I talked to her a ton. She's one of my best friends. And um, and my mom, of course, I stayed in touch with. I just couldn't totally. really, like delve into yeah. all of the emotions with her around him. Um, And then a lot of myself. Yeah. Like I learned to rely on myself a mm. lot. And that was the biggest lesson of this trip was A, that I'm okay by myself. B, I thrive by myself. Hell yes. And... Really, like learning how to love myself because that was an isn't that the case I was chasing for so long? yeah, it, it really is
1: isn't it so crazy because I feel like we go through this hardship for us to realize like why aren't you loving yourself, yeah, why do you think that is?
0: You know, I think people have a misconception of what it means. Mm. I think everyone's like, oh, I need to stand in the mirror and be like, I love you. But that's f-ing weird. Yeah. Um, well, the f- yeah. <laughs> um, and It's like, you know, when you're in a relationship, you're giving that person things that they love. You're giving yeah. them things that, you know, make them feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at the end of this journey, you know, I was on it going, OK, I know I have to learn how to love myself. Everybody yeah. says that that's the most important thing. How the f- do I do that? Yeah. I was like, I'm ready. I'm an actress. Give me direction. Yeah. I'll be able to yeah, figure it out. Yeah, coach me, coach. But, no, yeah, but nobody could tell me how to do that. Wow. So that's where I came up with the self-love cocktail, as I call it, because obviously I have to equate it to mm-hmm. wine and
1: alcohol. <laughs> I'm here for that. Sort. Yeah, I heard you're a wine lover. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that already. I am. I'm a big wine <laughs> stop.
0: And um, so I call it the self-love cocktail. And basically what you do is you sit down and you write out all the different things that you can give yourself that makes your soul happy. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was going to the gym and eating healthy and meditating and dancing and creating and once you have your list, you commit to giving yourself a few things on that list every single day. Yeah. So at first, it'll be like a stiffer cocktail, like a vodka martini, Mm. and you'll only be able to do like the gym and eating well. Right. And then once you commit to that for a while, you start adding in some more elements to make it like a fun, froofy margarita style cocktail. I'm here for that. Like a splash (laughs) of meditating, (laughs) poured over dancing. And before you know it, you're feeling so different and so much better because you're loving yourself. Yes. And it's so clear clicked for me that in order to love yourself, you just have to give your soul the things that it loves. You have to pour into yourself. It's such a simple f***ing concept. Isn't it? But nobody ever could explain it that simply to me. And so now I just do that for myself every single day. That's awesome. it's literally life-changing. And I hope that people can relate to that and implement it into their own lives because it seriously changed mine. Honestly, I feel like what you
1: just said...
0: A self-love cocktail. Some people
1: are probably like, listening like, what? No, it's true. Yeah. We pour into so many other people, mm-hmm. but we leave ourselves last. Yeah. And unfortunately, it takes us like being knocked the f- down for us to be like, yo, hold up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And for us to discover these really dope things about yourself. Mm-hmm. So I got to ask you, with this self-love journey, what did you find that you really f***ing love about yourself? Oh,
0: girl, Um, I... It really was a testament to how resilient I am. Yes. Uh, I
1: f***ing love that R word. Yeah. Resilience. Yes. Yeah. Because it it's is. so
0: real. Yeah. yeah. It really is. It was blow after blow after blow. Yeah. And not only... And this sounds weird because I feel like I'm tooting my own horn. No. But you asked. So. You're not. <laughs> own your
1: power, girl. We own our magic here. And I love it. Because look what you've been through. Yeah. I don't give a f- I told my girlfriend this yesterday. She was like, but I'm nervous about what they're going to say. I'm like, bro, don't let anybody dim your yeah. shine. I am like,
0: "Yeah." A f- and that's the most important Own it. thing to remember is not yes. to let anybody dim your shine because I would have stayed at home and been heartbroken, I would have, A, been really freaking sad about it, B, yeah. not learned all these amazing things about myself that truly changed my life around and wrote the book about it. I'm so proud you wrote this and book. And got it out to all these women that are now really, really resonating with and mm-hmm. men. I've gotten a lot of messages from men too, but all these people that are really resonating with it, like, you know that's resilience yes that's literally taking something that's broken you and making it into something that you can share and the world can benefit it's from. special
1: yeah and it's a lot of power you have to be powerful to do that because it's not hard i mean it's not easy yeah yeah to talk about all of these hardships that you've gone through yeah
0: when you were writing this like did you have moments like oh sure yeah did- i mean i remember when my mom read the first draft she was like are you are you sure you want to put this in here are you <laughs> sure maybe we should ju- do you want to change your name or and i was like no because everybody needs to read the real authentic truth of what i lived and what i went through yeah. um bad decisions good decisions highs lows um like yes i had a one night stand in amsterdam yeah. yes i drank too much in one of the countries like, yeah you know like yeah. of course there's like things that i'm not super proud of mm-hmm. um but we all do it we all do it and i think that's why people are relating to it because yeah. they're like oh f- Finally, someone's actually being like telling the truth about things that I've done, too. Um, And so, of course, there's been a little a couple moments where I've been like, oh, God, I'm going to get judged on that. Oh, someone might slut shame Mm -hmm. me for this. But at the end of the day, if my story is reaching and resonating with people. And like, what the f- do I care that I'm getting judged for some stuff? Seriously, like
1: but that's the highest form of self love, though, bro. Yeah, I know. honestly, like <laughs> I don't give a f- what anybody has to say because yeah, you know who you are. Yeah, and that's all that matters in this lifetime. And I think a lot of us women we lose ourselves so so much. Yeah, and fast sometimes, especially with heartbreak. How the hell do we find ourselves again? Yeah. Right? And this is eat, pray, hashtag FML. Yeah. Like this is the way to re-find yourself and rediscover yourself you start. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, we all need this. Like this book, I feel like will be the Bible of a lot of like women's lives. Thank you. I you know what I mean? So. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not easy. No. I've been down this route. It's been a year for me and it's been the most invigorating, resilient year of my life. And I feel low key unstoppable. Of a heartbreak. Yeah. Back from a heartbreak, hell Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. in a long, I was like in a five-year relationship. I was never married, but you yeah. could have said I was married. It's the same Dude, amount of time you know I was what with I mean? my ex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I had to go on this self-love journey and it was hard. Yeah. And people always would ask me, like, how did you do it? I said, I had to do the work. Dude, I'm still in, I go to therapy. I'm proud to tell you that I'm in therapy. Girl, same. I meditate all the damn time. Yeah. I'm writing 24-7. Like, I have to do this. Sh- I cry a lot still too. Yeah honestly and i'm okay with it yeah but, but the first thing you said when we started talking about this was being in your feelings and feeling it yeah why do you think we're so scared to like sit with our feelings
0: because it's uncomfortable yeah. I, I literally write the first day that i was in london it's like i promised myself that i was going to meet myself wherever i was every single day and sometimes that sucks because sometimes you have to sit in the sh- which is literally really uncomfortable. It's hard. Um, But that's where the growth happens. Mm -hmm. And that's where you can be like, okay, this is the shit I need to fix. This is what I need to adjust. This is who I really am. Because a lot of times we're so programmed by the world and outside influences to like put these covers on. Mm -hmm. Um, That we're not being our authentic selves. And that's one of my favorite things about solo traveling is that you don't have time or the care to put up any of those like covers Mm -hmm. and you're just meeting these awesome people authentically who you and they are. And so the relationships develop so much quicker. You connect with people so much better. I came back to LA and I was like, this, I need to move. (laughs) Like I was not having it.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I feel like that whenever I go anywhere, like why don't I live in Italy? I just live in Italy and Greece. And I'm like, why the hell do I leave? Where did you go? The Amalfi coast? Oh. <laughs> like why? Yeah. I went to Hydra. Oh, Uh, this small island off of Greece my mom and I went on like this it was like a low-key like I said eat pray love but it could have been eat pray hashtag FML (laughs) (laughs) it's real talk that's exactly what it was yeah and my mom and I went through it together she just my parents divorced like four years ago (laughs) Mm -hmm. and they were together forever and then I feel like I went through my thing and like it was just our time to be together to kind of like oh I love that reflect together and it was so powerful and I was literally like like, why do I want to be back here I know but you know what I actually felt recharged as hell Yeah. I just got back, girl, Saturday. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like... You're still jet-lagged. So (laughs) jet-lagged. I wake up at 6 a.m. every day. But I'm just like, you know what? I'm ready. Like, I'm ready for whatever this world has for me. This universe wants to give me. And I can deal with it and i can take it and i know me and i'm not as i'm not afraid of anything do you feel like that do you feel fearless as hell
0: i do now yeah i think right when i came back i was still dealing with so much like picking up the pieces Mm -hmm. like i can't say that i came back and was like i'm great right um because that's bullshit how long was your journey um abroad oh a month okay wow yeah that's awesome 30 days yeah and how long
1: do you think it took for you to get to this healthy space that you're in now
0: um You know, there were, I can't say that there weren't moments where I was okay, Mm -hmm. um, but I would say to fully, like, have it come full circle and me close the doors and be really, really solid with every outlet that was going on, probably four months ago. Wow. Three months ago. So what, like a total of... Cause I always tell people like, he- like a year and a half. Yeah. yeah. Healing
1: isn't quick. <laughs> yeah. Like it's long. And that's,
0: and that's not to say there weren't, you know, like I wasn't like dying and depressed for no. that whole time, but yeah. there were different aspects and different relationships that I needed to figure out. And a lot of things that needed to work themselves out. Mm-hmm. And a lot of time those aren't in your control. No, you know, it's like they have to happen naturally and totally you have to work through your own shit during that time. And I think being aware of that and holding yourself accountable
1: for that is like huge. Yeah. A year and a half, I think, is that's exactly almost the amount of time that I've had. And I feel f- almost f- and I'm not 100 percent like healed. Yeah, I'm healed. Yeah. Like I'm healing and I feel so damn good. But I feel like it's always a process, isn't yeah. it? Like it's it's always a process of like because people ask
0: me, how do you heal? How what would you say to that person? <laughs> Go on a month long trip to Europe <laughs> by yourself? No, Um I, you know. It's different for each person. Yeah, um, totally. Traveling did really, really do good for my soul. I do you always... think traveling does that? You know, I think it's about taking yourself out of your environment and mm-hmm. getting yourself out of your comfort zone. Yes. Um, and especially when you're by yourself, you really have time to look at who you are as a person. Mm. And I think a lot of people haven't really stopped and checked in with themselves to really know yeah. deep down at your core, like what your triggers are, where you drive from, like, and this is going back to, you know, when you're a little kid, like what happened to you that like shaped you as this yeah. person now. That's so true. Um So I would definitely recommend that to anyone, but also to try and remain and this sounds so cheesy but to try and remain in the mindset of everything happens for a reason Mm -hmm. because then you know i'm a literally i'm a walking example of that if i had not found out my husband was cheating gotten the divorce fallen in love with this guy gotten my heart crushed gone to europe written this book like i wouldn't be where i am now yeah um and i can't imagine not being where i am now i'm so thankful for every aspect of my journey, good and bad. Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful for the Mm -hmm. heartbreak. I'm so thankful for the divorce and what that taught me. Um, So if you can remember while you're going through it, that on the other side of it, it's going to be more beautiful and more magical than you ever could have imagined. It does help you kind of keep it in perspective that, time will pass and it will get better. That's so powerful, dude. That whole message to anybody because I feel
1: like when you're in it, you don't see that rainbow on the other side. Like you don't see it. You're depressed. You're sad. You're lonely. Sometimes low-key, you're thinking suicidal thoughts. Like my girlfriend was just on the podcast a couple weeks ago and she was literally talking about suicidal thoughts and I was like, damn. Like when we're in that dark space, it's hard to see the sun. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. And people... In our world today Like mental health Is kind of You know Has been Shied away from And mm-hmm. I think it's so important To like talk about And to be okay With how you're feeling I've been in therapy m- Like in and out of therapy My whole life yes. Most of my friends are I think everyone should be Even I am. if you have Not a damn thing wrong yeah. like, just go and share yeah. Your f***ing feelings Please. You know what I mean It's okay Yeah like, I think that's what people need to hear. Like, it's okay. Yeah, it's healthy. It's not a bad thing. No, and like, you're a human. Yeah. Like, we're one of the most complicated, you know. <laughs> species on earth. Yeah, So ever. it's like, of course, we're gonna have some shit to deal with. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and being okay with accepting that we're all a little f-ed up. Yeah. I think it's it'll create this level playing field of like non-judgmental yeah. space where like we all need to be to thrive. Yeah, and our world needs that so badly oh, right now. Dude, especially now more than ever. Yeah. So, I gotta talk to you about, okay, (laughs) love now. Like, what are you doing now with love? Like, do you still believe in love? Are you, is that your focus? Are you still your focus? Where are you now in this? In my journey. Yeah, Um,
0: in this beautiful journey. So, I get that question a lot. Like, do you close your heart off to love and like, blah, blah, blah. If I, any, okay, let me like gather my, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a lot. Any, if there was any time in my life that I should have put walls up around my heart, yeah. it would have been after finding out about my husband cheating on me. Hell yeah. That would have been the time to be like locking up the gates. Everybody f*** men. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm done. Um, if I would have done that, I never would have met Javier. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't have fallen in love. Wouldn't have known what it feels like or it's supposed to feel like to be in love. Mm. Wouldn't have had my heart broken. You know the rest of the story. Blah, right. blah, blah. Um, so no, I will never no matter what is going on in my life, choose to put walls up around my heart because all those experiences happen for a reason. Um, and, and you learn from them and they shape you as a person. Um, and I'm a big advocate for not bringing past into Mm -hmm. new and present relationships. Um, my thing is to always be like, look, this is my story. These are my triggers. If you want to like be with me and love me and respect me, then you'll respect those and know that you need to like be careful around those. Um, I got to ask you something for my own
1: personal. (laughs) Hold up. So now if you meet somebody, you tell them like, this is what I've been through. Do you tell them like personally, like you were divorced and this happened and then this this is why? Oh yeah. Really?
0: Oh, 100%. Because like I, i'm not trying to waste anybody's yeah. time and if Hell they're yeah. coming Preach. into my life it's like no no this is who i am this yeah. is my shit. yeah um as i would expect them to tell me theirs. Back. like i, I don't love wanna, that like, get comfortable and then six months in be like oh here's my like, no 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 no, no. <laughs> tell me up front please yeah. um so yeah i mean there's there's people in my life that i care about a lot yeah. and um and i've been taking things slowly just yeah. because personally i'm really focused on career and work yeah. and stuff totally um but yeah i've been i've been really happy that's good, good. Yeah.
1: that's awesome <laughs> i'm excited for you
0: <laughs> this is so dope i think it's i think
1: it's really low-key game-changing when you can own your sh- and be okay to talk about it yeah um i think a lot of us women need to do that more because we'll all we just relate yeah and it's crazy like when you were writing this were you like <laughs> I wonder if women are going to relate to this.
0: No, I knew a hundred percent. I didn't know on the level that's yeah. been happening. Um, you know, I knew it was going to resonate with people. I didn't know how many people had been through such similar situations, yeah. but I started, I mean, the, the second Javier told me that he had to go on the trip by himself and I decided that I was going to go. Mm-hmm. I knew I was writing a book. Um, he wow. dropped me off from that like awful conversation that we had about like You know, I'm going alone. I'm going to go too. Um, And he was like, how are you feeling, Gabs? And I was like, like I'm about to go on a journey of eat, pray f*** my life. (laughs) (laughs) And there's the title. (laughs) Um, So I bought a leather-bound journal the next day. I took it with me on the trip. Mm -hmm. I started my first day in London. And it wasn't like I was journaling. Like you open the journal, it's like chapter one. And it's very much so the published book that – that got printed wow. um, and I knew when I was writing I was like this is really going to help a lot yes. of people heal yes. and that was the most important thing to me it was you know like don't get me wrong it's not a self help book it's so much fun to read it's yeah. really like you're traveling with me through Europe on this it's like, like you're crazy with your bestie wild ride yeah. talking through this but journey of life but you're also learning a lot of good healing techniques mm-hmm. and a lot of ways to help yourself and yes. heal your yes. and, and love yourself <laughs>
1: What do you think is one of your number one things that helped you get through this healing journey? Was it writing for you?
0: You know, yeah, this book literally did save my life that year. Um, And let me point out that this all happened in a three-month period. So I found out about the cheating, got a divorce, met Javier, fell in love, broke up, (laughs) went to Europe and came home in a three-month period. Holy shit. It was so intense and so back-to-back. I mean, my friends would call me and they'd be like, what's going on this week in the Netflix (laughs) episode of your life? Um, Because it was just insane. It was really insane. Um, So I think this book was definitely therapy for Mm -hmm. me. Um, And, you know, I obviously – I wrote the whole thing in about three months. I wrote the majority of it on the trip and finished it when I came home. But even through the edit process because I was still – learning and still healing and still having you know relationships play out with certain people right that ended up in the book as well and being able to write about that stuff later down the line was a really big healing part too and allowed me to discover a lot of things about myself that's incredible that's so incredible i think rediscovering who
1: you are is one of the most power powerful journeys you'll ever take as a human being
0: yeah that trip changed me as a person yeah in like the best way possible oh that makes
1: me feel so happy for you
0: (laughs) you know gabby finds
1: she finds her way back to healthy happy and whole and i literally pray that every person listening to this podcast right now is able to do that yeah and i think you're I know your book, E pray Tag, F M L. We'll totally do that. And you know, you say something and it says we all go through it. Yeah. Right? Like we all grow through this. How do you think like we can actually be there for one another? I mean, your book, you created this for all of us. Yeah. And I think this is the best way is by when women relate and create for other women to learn from yeah right E pray hashtag fml is there anything next can we like connect with you like (laughs) because i feel like after this like everybody's gonna be like yo i just got my heart broken how gabby yeah yeah. like should i get a ticket to london tomorrow
0: yes first (laughs) of all but um no i love getting messages from people on social media um i love hearing what people think if anyone gets the book and has feelings about it, like message me or tag me on it. I'll share it on my page. I'm at Gabrielle Stone. The book is at Eat, Pray, FML. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I love... I've gotten so many messages from people all over the world. um, Really intense stories and ways that this book has come into their lives at like such a perfect time. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just, it's been really rewarding to know that everything I went through is now reaching other people and helping them heal. Yeah. Um, It's a good feeling. I think it's really important to, you know, on a smaller level, you know, you don't have to go out and write a book to, to help the other women in your life. Um, But I think it's to just being compassionate towards people Um, and knowing that everybody's going through stuff Mm -hmm. and, asking if people are okay, telling them that you're here to listen Mm -hmm. Um, and being more aware that mental health shouldn't have such a stigma around them. Yeah, totally. And I think right now we're at a time where it's like, oh,
1: self-check. Yeah. Oh, mental health. Oh, I should probably go to therapy. Yeah. Which is so, like, I always said to my mom, I was like, mom, why wasn't I doing this like 10 years ago? Like, why just now? Mm -hmm. But I'm just thankful that we're here now And I mean, we can all get better together. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, girl, we all got this for real. We all can get through it for real. No matter how (laughs) many times we fall, you know. I mean, I think that's the hardest part is getting back up. Yeah, (laughs) honestly. So I I went on your Instagram. Uh oh, here we go. Let me pull my uh, phone out. And I like to, (laughs) I like to always ask people because, like, you know, we always like put quotes down. Yeah. And I always want to know how they resonate with people. Like, yeah. what were you thinking when you wrote this, qu- like when you probably screenshot it or wrote this quote yeah. yourself and like, why? Yeah. So on Gabby's Instagram, mm-hmm. there was a post and it says, the most beautiful thing you can do for your future lover is learning how to love yourself before you meet them. Yes. This I did not so...
0: write that. Okay. But it resonated with me so hardcore mm-hmm. that I needed to share it. Um, I believe the author of it is I am Brilliant on Instagram. Um, yeah, he's like a he has a poetry uh, poetry book and um, and I love following him. Mm-hmm. It resonated with me so hard because it's literally what I had to do. Um, I truly believe that before you can love someone else the right way, yes, um, you have to learn how to love yourself mm-hmm. because there's always going to be something that throws the relationship off in different – it'll manifest in different ways. Um, It won't always look the same. You won't always attribute it to, oh, I don't love myself or, oh, they don't love themselves. Um, But it will always manifest itself in different ways. Mm -hmm. So when I read that quote, I was just like, oh, my God, that's so accurate. Yeah like that's what i had to do before i was ready as an individual to go have this relationship and i was f***ing married i know so, i like, was going to talk you about that. that for a second yeah. like i had a f***ing wedding a honeymoon oh, wow. i was in a marriage living in a house wow and it manifested itself by yeah. getting cheated on and being like nope sorry bitch check yourself bye yeah, like, gotta go that's it's it's exactly how it was and then i i went into the next relationship and it you know so yeah. until I went and did my work on myself and really got to a place mm-hmm. of like knowing who I was, loving who I was Hell yeah. and being like ready to like shout that shit from the rooftops, like no relationship was going to work at all. And now because I'm in that place, I know that it's not necessarily me. It's like, oh, you guys just aren't ready. Mm-hmm. Like, let me know when you're on this level. Yes. Because it's a great level to be on. Preach
1: that, sister. <laughs> and don't call at me until you're at that level. Yeah. Please. Yeah. That's so cool. I'm fucking proud of you, dude, because Thank it's just you. it's so invigorating. Um I know that journey. I feel everything that you're saying in this I can't wait to dive deeper into this book. Like it's just so deep. Knowing what you know now when you're looking at Gabby at 26 or 27 when you got engaged. 20
0: Uh well when we got married I was almost 26 yes yeah i asked everybody i mean
1: I, I there's so much i have to talk to you about there's a lot more <laughs> going on in my head but just because we're on this marriage thing right now what would you have told that gabby at that age at that altar knowing everything that you know now about yourself <laughs> Fucking run no i'm just <laughs> um,
0: no honestly i i was talking about i remember talking about this with javier when mm. everything was sunshine and rainbows yeah. um and he was like, would you take everything back that you did? Because that was five years of my life of us, you know, dating, being engaged, getting married. We had a, you know, huge dream wedding that my mom mm. spent way too much money on wow. and went on a glorious honeymoon. Yeah. And I was like, no, I wouldn't change any of it because it's so part of my story Mm -hmm. and it's it's what led me to to all of these things this power that Um, you have right now i feel like right it was so divinely destined to be my path Mm -hmm. um and it taught me my marriage taught me a lot it taught me about what i'm never going to be okay with what i'm not going to settle for um certain things that i will demand in future relationships Mm -hmm. um and it's crazy to me, like, and this happened, this is a personal thing, this not necessarily would happen with everyone that gets a divorce, obviously. Um, I was so ready to detach from him and that relationship. The second I drove away from the house, like, it, it was like I had been separated from him from a long, for a long time. Really? Because you were already mentally probably checked out. Yeah. And I think I knew that it was happening for a big reason mm-hmm. and that I was really lucky that it happened this way because yeah. if he wouldn't have made it so easy for me to just be like, bye, I would have stayed in that for so long trying to do therapy and trying mm-hmm. to make it work mm-hmm. and wasted more of Like my a lot time. of women do. Yeah. We do do that. Yeah. How? And that's not to say that that's not valid. and right. doesn't work. In right. my personal situation, I, it
1: was not the right. case. Now, I got to ask you this because I know there's somebody that's listening right now that's in a situation like you right now and it's probably scared to leave. Yeah. That's probably like overthinking and like... Yeah. My mom just did this huge wedding yeah. or everybody's going to judge me if I leave him. Yeah. What would you say to that girl?
0: Um, You know, I had I had thoughts of, you know, just because things had been bad for six months and yeah. I, I obviously I didn't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think it was a cheating situation, but I didn't know why we had been so off. And I had had those thoughts and I then was like, oh my God, I can't do that. Like we just had this giant wedding and yeah, like, we're married guilt. and like, yeah, um, don't, you don't need to wait for anything to happen if you are not happy to Mm. your core and you know deep down in your soul that this is not where you're supposed to be leave everybody will get over it everybody will deal with it because ultimately it's about your highest good and your highest happiness don't get me wrong if the guy's doing nothing wrong like do it with grace and dignity and like you know be there for the person that you committed to in the first place but there's never a reason to stay in something Mm -hmm. that isn't fulfilling you yeah I mean I've been in that situation personally where I'm
1: like, what am I doing? Like I said before, I plan like four escape plans. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I know how it feels to feel stuck. And I and I know a lot of people that also have felt like that. So yeah. that's why I ask that. Because it's not always... I look at you and I'm like, damn, I'm f***ing proud that you let them on so fast. Like, amen, good girl, get it. Because I know that feeling of like damn, I got to get out of here. Yeah. But I couldn't get out. Right. So like I had to kind of like wiggle and jiggle and waste another year. Yeah. Of my
0: life. But sometimes you're just not ready to. Yeah. And that's okay too. Yeah. But you always want to check yourself and be like, okay, am I doing this totally. or not doing this? Because it's coming from a fear-based place. Right. If anything's ever coming from a fear-based place, that needs to be adjusted. Mm-hmm.
1: I love that. Yeah. I love that because I know, like I said, a lot of women are listening and they're like, are wondering how, Yeah, you know, how, and I think it's, my mom used to always tell me this and she used to always say, you're going to wake up one day and just know. Yeah. And you will. And I'll take that to the death of me. Like I woke up one day and I knew. Yeah. Like this was it, you know what I mean? And then I went on my eat pray hashtag F- <laughs> FML journey, and, and now we're both here on girl we got this. I love it. You know what I mean? Sharing our truths, and I think that's so powerful and so cool. And I gotta know, like, what the hell is next for you guys? I mean, because you're you're rocking it. You're literally globally like killing it. You're Thank you. you're you're reaching out. You're connecting to people from all over, men and women, which I think it's so cool that you're connecting with men.
0: Yeah, me too. How are, how is that? How is the men response? I wasn't expecting that, but I get messages from guys every week like, oh my god, I had a Javier in my life, and this book so resonated with me. Wow. And blah, 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 and I Yeah, it was great, because obviously I wrote it with the women demographic yeah, in mind. Totally. totally. Um, but the fact that men are, A, interested in reading it, and B, are getting so much mm-hmm. out of it on their own, like, good for them. You I know? love that. Like, this is by no means a bashing men book. No, like, at these all. These were just two men that are in my life <laughs> yeah. that had some f***ed f- gone. <laughs> um But no, it's it's really the journey of finding yourself mm-hmm. and loving yourself and figuring your shit f- out is really universal. A hundred percent. So, man, woman, you know.
1: And I love that. I love when a man actually relates to us and is willing to read it, and then yeah. can connect to themselves with that. Yeah, that's why I always say I'm like, guys, if you want more like of an idea of what we're thinking, where we're coming from, like listen to the podcast. Yeah, read the book. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like eat, pray, hashtag, #fml, you'll learn a lot about us. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's so cool that men are like reaching yeah. out to you. That's dope. It's been really cool. That's um, really exciting. But as
0: far as what's coming next, yes. uh, So I keep getting asked about a sequel book. There's definitely the material for one. I have it mm. kind of mapped out in my head. Although this is, you know, about real people that are really in my life. Right. And everybody was very gracious uh, with the first one. Javier and his whole family, you know, signed releases for me. So I was able to do this like with a good conscience. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I would have been able to do it otherwise. Yeah. And um, so you're a good person for that. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, So if everyone's kind of you know okay and on board, then yes, there's definitely a another story to be yeah. told. Um, so I'm open to that, and um, I haven't announced this anywhere yet, but I guess we <laughs> might as well do it now. We, um, it is going to be coming an audio book, um, so we get to hear get your to voice. Start working, yeah, I get to narrate and. Um, Ooh stoked on that. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, so that'll be coming soon. And then I don't know what else will happen with Ooh. it in the future. We'll see it. I'm excited. It, I, I can see it on the screen, but we'll see if, yeah. it, if it finds a, a home somewhere. Yo,
1: and you're an actress. Oh. Let me see your ass on the screen with the motherfucking <laughs> Javier please so I can yell at the tv and get mad (laughs) and yell at that 19 year old girl too god i'm ready for this yeah this is so dope thank you i'm so glad you're here today when i was coming in today i was like oh this is gonna be a good one i'm gonna feel chills like i did and i was like this is this is me like i'm looking at me another woman that went through heartbreak that went through the worst days where we probably couldn't get out of our bed that drank so many bottles of wine and cried yeah literally You know, we are so many women. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care what color you are, what your hair looks like, what your eye color. Like, we are women. We all go through this together. Yeah. We we got this. Yep. Like, no matter what. You know what I mean? And we'll always stand up after we fall. And that's resilience, I think. And that's who you are as a woman and dude more power to you thank you i'm so excited for like what's next to come Thanks, i'm girl. i'm anticipating seeing this on <laughs> on netflix or something <laughs> soon because
0: i can see your beautiful ass playing this i love it Ooh,
1: and i want to see the guy ah this is going to be so I know. good can you
0: imagine doing the casting for it oh like, how can I just be how there how pre- weird is that in my <laughs> real life i'm like well let's see <laughs> you oh my god that would be so
1: good yeah, this would be <laughs> awesome So I just want to say thank you so much for your time. No, thank you for having me. Honestly, thank you for just being you. I think I... This is what i do for myself as a healing part of my life every night when i go to bed i I tell myself i'm proud of i say i'm proud of you you're doing this keep going i should start doing that do it girl yeah do it because you (laughs) need to be proud of (laughs) yourself because this is self-written self-published yeah this is incredible that takes a lot of balls and heart and like drive to get this going i wrote a book in the past and i put like we were shipping it we were shopping it to publishers and Mm -hmm. i was just like. this yeah and i and it's still sitting you know what i mean so i know that journey so first of all hats off to you dude congrats but like i literally said to myself i'm proud of you keep going every night you have to be proud of yourself that's genius i'm gonna adopt that so thank you i'm telling you (laughs) this healing self-love thing is real and i think like it's all different journeys everybody does it differently and I, i talk to myself
0: Oh well, I talk to myself All too, but time. I'm gonna I'm gonna adopt that specific <laughs> yes. statement before I do <laughs> yes, Take it. But I think it's also important for people to be patient with themselves yes. and not. You know, it, this isn't an overnight Mm-mm, thing. Like, not at all. Especially, like, if you guys read the book, yes. this didn't happen on a month-long trip to Europe. Yes, I did a lot of work and mm-hmm. started on that journey, but mm-hmm. that by no means, like, I did not hop off the plane. Yes. I was like, bitch, I'm healed. <laughs> um, I wish, but um, it's, it's a process, so yeah. be patient with yourself and, and continue to love yourself. Yeah,
1: and enjoy the process. Yeah. And then read, eat, pray, hashtag FML, and be like, oh, shit about my life <laughs> yes Gabby and I are best friends in my head and you guys can contact her on Instagram and dude everybody's gonna be hitting you up because I already know there's so many questions like how and what and why and what I'm just proud of you thank you I'm so grateful for you and thank you for being you and girl we got this we, we so got we this we got this and I cannot wait to see what's next for you thanks girl thank you so much for coming you're so welcome <laughs> thank you hey sis thanks for listening to girl we got this with Letitia Lee Get new episodes every Tuesday on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and spread the word to your tribe.
0: AAA Home Insurance isn't just about roofs and windows. It's about the people inside. Honey, that tiny leak. Not so tiny. Which is why you get a full replacement guarantee on everything we cover. Mom, I dented the car. And discounts when you bundle your home and auto insurance. Mom, can we go to Hawaii? Plus, when you pair your coverage with a AAA membership, you get discounts on travel, hotels, and more. Oh, thanks, AAA. Join today at AAA.com. Get great insurance and more to outsmart life at home. AAA, outsmart life.